As you will find in the report, at 700 hours, I arrived at the premises of the blind rabbit, only to find he was storing beams. Tragically, the beam was intercepted by the perp. There was a malfunction in my body cam as I was wearing my orange combat gi at the time. <laughs> Bullet out, out, out. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. 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 I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Everyone's all tuckered out from their Red Bull crash after too much hardcore gaming in the anime room. And Alex Patak. Hey, maybe instead of a podcast, why don't you settle down with a book? Oh, and joining <laughs> us this week, comedian, former podcast co-host of Katie Rose Leon, Anya Bowles. What's up? Thank you for having me. What's up? <laughs> It's a pleasure to be mic'd up with Katie again. Oh my god. KRL, miss so, you. It's so nice to have an ally in this room, <laughs> finally. Uh, and you are also my friends, so hello. Hi. <laughs> in this tournament of power, we'll need as many allies as we can get. Podcasting <laughs> and otherwise. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. You so, saying? Anya. That's me. Is this what your podcast was like? Do you guys feel honestly, the magic again? Honestly, our our podcast is hard to put into words. In fact, the less attention we bring to yeah. it, the better. It's as if it's been wiped from time, and we're all kind of like, that's okay. It's almost yeah. as if it's been scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> Grand Zeno destroyed your podcast. It, it, it can still be found, but you have to be you. You gotta be looking for it. <laughs> when all the podcasts enter tournament of power, it was it was an early exit. <laughs> you were a dog universe. Listen, yeah. I think we were really onto something as far as hosts go. We had yeah. a great team. Yeah. Um, and just circumstances were less than ideal. Yeah. Okay. And that's all I'll say. Without. <laughs> Um, Look, we've all recorded in the back of an many. alien bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. guys recorded in the same place. Oh, yeah. I was forced Let's to leave. Not get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we not? We don't have to. Hmm. Okay. Anya, we like to start the podcast off by asking our guest about Dragon Ball and anime and what your experience with them are. Were you ever a fan of Dragon Ball? No. No, <laughs> straight there's, up. There's no, no. Well, okay. If you would, if you would like me to expand, Please. I can. I can fill some dead air, but it's not gonna be. <laughs> it's not gonna be further of an answer than no. I yeah. didn't even really know it, it existed until a few friends of mine started a podcast about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what were you really, a- really two friends of mine and one acquaintance. You guys can figure out who's who. Ooh. <laughs> Katie, this home. is rough news for you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm America's acquaintance. <laughs> America's acquaintance, Katie Rosley. Um, Anya, were you in the part of Vermont that does not have TVs? <laughs> there is no such part. There oh, are people okay. who electively don't have TVs, mm-hmm. but there's no part of Vermont where it's like we don't, we haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of like homeschool, like Aha. Waldorf kind of people who choose not to have a television. What about uh-huh. the Amish community? They're not in Vermont. There's no Amish people in Vermont. No, that's no, Pennsylvania, there, dog. Yeah, there's people. There's, there's like, um, there's Ohio for sure. Too. If your question is, are there cults that wear old timey clothing? Loads of them. Yes. <laughs> 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 but, but they are not 
Amish specifically. <laughs> I apologize for anything I've said to offend the Amish community. You are not in Vermont well, and your feelings are just, real. Like the Amish are, I would say, I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched enough. I haven't watched enough documentaries on the Amish to say like fully that there isn't as much wrong with the Amish as there are with the cults in Vermont, but they seem a little bit more regulated. Like they're more officially like a religion yeah, and like there's more rules whereas the communities in Vermont are much more like a man had an idea in the 70s and mm. now there are a bunch of prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> That's and the none vibe. of them are vaccinated. It's yeah. always the 70s. Why does every cult start in the 70s? That's I mean, if, we, if you want to get into it, I really think it was uh, a lot of them were like psychedelically yeah. influenced mm-hmm. and then like as time went on, it became less about the drugs and free love and more about like men being like, oh, we have sex slaves now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that became more of the thing. Yeah. Also, also, a lot of cults yeah. are started now on the internet. Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah, a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah. Oh, right. trust Not me, to be confused with our contemporary cult. cults are my shit. My mom has joined plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's uh, in the clear now. I really want her to write a book about it, honestly. But so she's in Scientology. In, in my lifetime, not Scientology. Once again, too like Scientology is not regulated, but it is too like quote unquote it's legitimate. Yeah, yeah. There's for, movies about it. Yeah, for my mom, for it to ever be on her radar. She's like, more she of wants... like a boutique cultist. <laughs> <laughs> KRL has met my mom. Yeah. Haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's like a very intelligent woman and I don't want to put it out into the universe that like her entire personality is that she's joined cults, but in my lifetime, she has. <laughs> it's, it's part of an it. insubstantial percentage. <laughs> Listen, but it like some that. of us, some of us, we, you know, have a bizarre interest in anime fan theory <laughs> some fan of theory. us some of us myself you know maybe has had a blog about one direction at one point my mom really her thing is or was uh finding gurus in india and doing everything they say and oh. then being like wait a second is this fully a cult and then uh bowing out <laughs> well this actually three years later uh, what was the question no i did not watch anime growing up <laughs> This actually is like a seamless transition to where this conversation usually goes. So we've established that you were a less than cable kid, but we always ask people. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I watched so much cable. It just wasn't anime. Right. Well, the cults I... in Vermont and my mom's cults, nothing to do with each other. Oh, okay, we, we had cable. We had every single channel. And that's why I wasn't watching anime because I was like, I'm going to watch VH1 way too young. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. What are we watching on VH1? Oh, um, every single one of the like Flavor of Love, Rock mm-hmm. of Love. Yes. What was te- Tila Tequila's one? Oh, I think tequila it, of it love. was shot, shot, shot of love, love. Shot, or of shot at love yeah. or something. Shot, yeah, it was yeah before, something like that. It was when it was branded as a bisexual dating show <laughs> and not just like later she's going to be a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> a kind Nazi of like and a va- flat earther. Yes. Don't don't sell her short. She's got a lot to offer. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then also uh, like you know all the I loves like I love the 90s that was on BH1 right? uh-huh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah yeah I watched all of those so I was like weirdly aware of Paul Shear and like 
Pete Holmes and like <laughs> that whole community of people before they were famous at all because they were just on this one show that I as a child watched and assumed they were famous because they were on television. So like years later, <laughs> years later, if they're not famous. How are they on? Yeah. I love the seven. Yeah. Answer later, that. I, I like witnessed them all like break through. And I was like, wait, these guys have been famous for like at least a decade. Yeah. Like <laughs> for context, it's like these comedians. And then like my middle school guidance counselor was also on that. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, he just like was on a couple of episodes of like I love the eighties. Your middle school guidance counselor was How? Pete Holmes. Well, I don't know why. I saw it on TV and I went to school and I was like, "Hey, I think I saw you on VH1." Wait. He's like, "Yeah, you did." He was definitely like an open mic comedian. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah, you had an yeah. open mic comedian <laughs> as my guidance, guidance counselor, counselor on Long Island. <laughs> I think okay. So, Katie, I'm gonna I'm gonna send out these college applications for you, and also, uh, is this something? Oh, <laughs> uh, he wouldn't have asked me that because I was too busy. Do you uh, mind just like reading my pilot? <laughs> you tell him secrets, and he just pulls on his sweater and goes, "Oh." <laughs> Oh, I wasn't telling that guy shit. Dude, those, those talking head shows were so fucking funny, though. Like that, the biggest star on those was Hal Sparks. Yeah, listen, I also was born in 1996, and all of those shows were about things that I did not remember. So yeah. it was like this weird, like commentary on shit, like the way that those shows presented, like. Oh, remember blah, blah, blah? It was never explaining the event. It was like, that time Britney Spears did whatever. And so I would just be like, yeah, I also <laughs> remember that. Like, there's no, like, it wasn't documentary style where it explained the event at yeah. all. It was under the assumption that everybody watching knew what you were talking about. It was kind of like training for Russian spies to assimilate <laughs> to American culture. <laughs> That's what I feel like. It probably was. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I think Bernie Sanders is a sexist. And also, you guys remember the Icky Shuffle? <laughs> I don't want to uh, skim over this, though. Can we talk about your One Direction blog? Yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, of course. I brought it Almost up because it, I'm obsessed with talking about it. I've mm -hmm. decided to reclaim that part of my life. It's no longer something I'm ashamed of, and instead, something that is interesting about me. I've decided. <laughs> Great. Um, Answer this Is Zane Cannon. Zane yeah. Cannon? Is he real or did, is he erased from the universe? Not familiar with the theory. As far as I know, he's a real person. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes when like a band has a member and then the member leaves, they're like, he was never here and he wasn't really oh, One Direction oh, 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 and he's oh, not oh, One oh, Direction. Oh, oh, oh. oh, wait. So Zane leaving actually happened on my... Uh, 19th birthday. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Alex, you're just like revealing people's trauma left and right. <laughs> yeah. Public so, form. you know, I woke up and my roommate at the time uh, like immediately greeted me in the kitchen being like, are you okay? And I hadn't like checked social media yet. And I was like, yeah, what's up? Like, wh it's my birthday. <laughs> Nothing could be wrong. It's my birthday. I'm feeling good. Going to go hit those. going to go grind at open mics because I, uh, you know, didn't have any value for my time. Or mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One Direction was all together. What could go wrong? <laughs> and uh, all I'm saying is now on my birthday, I would never like go do comedy open mics. But, you know, I had a whole day planned and he was like, Zane. 
sit Zane down. left. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you're going to want to sit for this. And I just loved... You turn on CNN. <laughs> I love looking back how, like, my male roommate, who was four years older than me, knew about Zane leaving before I did. But, um... And also was not like a huge One Direction fan. I My One Direction phase kind of like, it was like a vacuum that sucked all of, everybody around me became tangentially obsessed with and aware of everything One Direction related because I just somehow changed the universe's algorithm for these people. And like, oh my God. they were just like, okay, well, I guess this is something we care about now. <laughs> so um, like all of my friends who did not care about One Direction at all uh, texted me that day, checked in with me. Are you and, okay? And I literally was like looking for an out anyway. And that felt like the right. I was like, okay, I just turned another year older and one of the members left. Like this band is dead to me is kind of how I felt. (laughs) You're like, great. I think it just felt good to just like have a clean break. I was like, closure is necessary. Um, And it just wasn't One Direction without him, even though he wasn't my favorite member or anything. It just felt like weird and forced. I didn't even listen to two directions after that. It was two directions. It was a lie. I, I yeah, I didn't listen to their album. I think there was only one album after him before they broke up. Um, it's just an album called like Fuck. <laughs> they're just like What now? <laughs> We're only white guys now. So <laughs> this is not woke. Um I but think, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. that was not my my like actual One Direction phase was like years before that. I would like, assume. What? <laughs> I yeah. So I was like kind of already out of the loop. My blog was inactive all that when that happened. But the like succinct answer is that I just like everyone else like heard about One Direction was like, okay, another like band I don't give a shit about. Like I was not a Jonas Brothers person or mm-hmm. like big time. Re- like I didn't care about any of the boy bands after Sync, basically. And mm-hmm. even Sync, I was like a very casual fan of. I was like, <laughs> Justin Timberlake is hot. And that's my, those are my two cents. Yeah, I'm just I mean, here for Justin. Yeah. How much more Sync was there when you were born? Well, I mean, like they were done by what, like 2000? No. Yeah. Yeah, it went on a little. Yeah, they were they went on until like I would say two thousand two or something like that. But Mm -hmm. I, my best friends, my entire life have always been at least three years older than me. Can't explain it, but that's just always how it's worked out. Yep. And so when I was three, my best friend was six, and so she was already old enough to be like obsessed with yeah boy bands That's so what happens so i just became obsessed with pop culture like way younger than most people are even aware of pop culture so right. i was like a like not a one direction it was an nsync and like britney spears and like all like that whole scene fan by the time i was like four i was fully indoctrinated wow um but yeah no wonder when like cartoons came around you're like i'm good oh yeah (laughs) i never i don't think i ever really watched a single cartoon really i like watched i watched like i watched like spongebob with like my brother but that was because it was like funny enough for my older brother to watch it so i was like okay this is cool yeah (laughs) wait to see if lance bass gets a guest appearance yeah, wait, SpongeBob. what? Lance Bass is on all kinds of fucking cartoons. Lance Bass has got a, a finger in every pot. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, so years later, I hear about One Direction. I'm like, who gives a shit? Truly, I did not care at all. <laughs> I will never have a blog about this. <laughs> yeah, that is my that is my promise to, to the country. Um, but then 
one day I was on Tumblr and like a weird compilation of like their funniest X Factor moments showed up. <laughs> no, on my, that's how they trick you. On my on my newsfeed or oh, my whatever it's called on what, dashboard is what it was on Tumblr, right? That's how dashboard? I changed my mind about uh, Tarum Killam on SNL. Yeah, just he, really... he did a, a lip sync to Robin. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, compilations are so powerful. We do not give them enough credit. It's horrible. All like, ISIS recruitment videos honestly, are compilations. I think that all they we need to though. do, all we need to do to get the the like extreme right on board with AOC is just show a compilation of like her cutest moments, and they're gonna be like great. Well, there <laughs> like, for sure already is like so much like weird sexual pathology with like right. the right in AOC, yes. and they just like do not know what to do with Absolutely. her. Absolutely, <laughs> I mean she's beautiful, and that makes them so angry. They're like, <laughs> I can't stand. <laughs> yeah, this. they're like Bernie. We could handle, but this is crazy. <laughs> we want to fuck her, but we hate her. <laughs> I love you so fucking much. Why won't you listen to me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had fun in college. This is unacceptable. <laughs> she's laughing in a video. What are we going to do? What are you dancing about? Markets are under attack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Communism. Anyway, so I watched a compilation video. One thing led to another. And all of a sudden, I realized I was like reblogging too much on my personal blog about One Direction for me to feel comfortable. Right. And so I made a side blog that I thought of as like a dumpster of just like anytime you feel the need to think about One Direction, just put it here. And then that <laughs> that blog turned like way bigger than my personal blog, and I, which was very upsetting because then I had to continue it to like get any of my validation, you know? And yeah. then eventually I was like, I don't know if I really even care about this band anymore. And truth be told, I never cared about the band itself. What I cared about was the um, ship obsession with Louis and Harry. So... I can, just, can you divulge a little bit about that? You know, I'm, I'd love to learn about I Harry. Love a ship. And, yeah, I so, love a good ship. So the, they're my OTP uh, until I die. Um, and they basically like during the X Factor days, this because they were put together by Simon Cowell on X Factor. That's how they became what? something. They were all solo auditions that um, made it through like the second and third rounds of the like audition process but yeah. didn't make it onto the show he brought his son and in. then he he basically <laughs> like they made this like a huge plot point of one of the episodes is they were all like beloved by the fans as auditions but they cut all of them and so everyone was like torn apart and upset that these like adorable 16 year old boys got their dreams crushed (laughs) and then the next episode I think or the end of that same episode Simon brought them all back but as a boy band and then that was the beginning of something crazy in the UK that like eventually trickled over to the US of people being truly obsessed with the narrative of this boy band more than the band itself like they're not that talented but it was just the story of it that people were like obsessed with and then like younger girls thought they were hot but like people like me I like joined when I was like 16 in this Mm -hmm. whole thing and even though they were my age ish I wasn't attracted to them really I was like I'm obsessed (laughs) with the fact that they are like best friends even though they were put together like inorganically by Simon Cowell who's evil (laughs) so they weren't like good so much as inducted into a pedophilia ring (laughs) yeah I mean that's what and, boy bands are. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's absolutely and, true. And there there was just like this whole like 
um, you know, I, I don't really watch X Factor, but because of them, I did. And there's like this whole like you get to watch behind the scenes online if you go on to the X Factor website. And there's these little extra videos that the like the contestants make for the fans. And so there's all this like One Direction footage of them like getting to know each other and becoming friends. And they would do these little vlogs on the stairs together that that was like that sealed the deal for, for me watching those vlogs and them like like Louie and Harry interact and they were like so like they would do these like little like hard eyes at each other and <laughs> like Louie was always like being like uh I don't know like the like the bully that like is picking on his crush on the playground to oh. Harry but Damn. like weirdly you should have watched anime there's so much of that I know. Weirdly, you're describing weirdly. anime <laughs> no I, that's the thing I have no hate for anime because I fully understand like the itch that it scratches mm-hmm. yeah like because I've had my go at fandoms like whew. Uh, like I, <laughs> yeah. I boys. I literally spent there's like maybe three or four times that I remember spending maybe 48 hours fully like awake and on the computer just like there's just these pockets of the One Direction fandom that would just like it's hard to explain but basically deeply stalk the band to oh, try yeah. to find yeah. where they were. Well, not even because that was like for the girls who wanted to fuck them. And it's uh, like, okay, yeah, go find them, whatever. But the, the Larry's as we called ourselves because we shipped Louie and Harry anyway. <laughs> um, it was all about finding proof that management was keeping their love a secret. And, <laughs> and that they were together. And, and the, re- the biggest proof that we, that we had was that their management company or, you know, I don't know if it's called a company, but their management was the same management as NSYNC. And Lance Bass did an interview about Larry, about Louie and Harry, where he was like, yeah, I've heard that theory. I can't speak for them, but I can speak for that management. There's no way that they'd allow like them to be publicly gay. And so that was like, so bringing it all back to Lance Bass, just having his finger on the fucking pulse. But so now Um, that we're... He's been to space. Now that we're so far removed from the One Direction thing. Yeah. did they, like did they fuck? So they've both now publicly addressed. I mean, also when they were in a in the band, they would publicly address the the Louis and Harry rumors because it wasn't like a weird subsect of the fandom. It became like bigger than they yeah. ever thought it I would. I have to know now. What I have to know were they? <laughs> well, oh my god, I'm were so, they or I'm, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who Here's these people the thing, are. I probably we will not ever probably know the real answer until there's like a tell-all like yeah. interview. No, this in is like gonna be years. like we're gonna have to wait 25. Yeah, I mean that's how for long real. we have to wait for land until Robert say, Mueller gets involved. So, <laughs> so the whole time they were together, uh, Louis had this girlfriend, a girlfriend named Eleanor, who I was obsessed with her as a person, but knew she was a beard. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, I love Eleanor. Like I'm glad she's part of this fandom's weird like web of like people but there's no way she and Louie are actually together and they're still together to this day and like the band isn't a thing anymore so now I'm like okay I think maybe Eleanor and Louie <laughs> were real um, but I, I don't think that the like they weren't together when One Direction was on X Factor so I'm like I think that Louie and Harry were into each other on X Factor and then like they saw that fans picked up on it and it was like 
you know, uncomfortable because mm-hmm. it was just a crush. Mm-hmm. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if they ever actually like sealed the deal. Or like, but so they pressure. did. They lived together for like two years. Yeah. Oh, they, were, they definitely did. They uh-huh. were. Ro- thank you. They were, <laughs> they were roommates, and like they had, they did this like. Cov- oh God, I need to show you guys some stuff when we're off mic. <laughs> They like did this shoot together for this magazine where it was like before before it was like this monster they couldn't contain before they realized that the fans were like, no, we believe this. They like humored it a little bit and they did this shoot for this magazine where it was just Louie and Harry and they talked about like, what's it like to live together and like, what's it like to be best friends that are in a band? And the shoot like looks like an engagement like <laughs> like an engagement like announcement. holding hands on a pier well, and shit you know they're just like sitting together and like gazing into each other's eyes and like <laughs> and talking about like which one cleans up after the other one and like uh, it's just like very like coupley questions and so obviously like the fandom was like <gasps> like we just lost our minds over that shoot and I like was obsessed with all, all of the like ways that they fed into it for a while and then eventually they ended up becoming like hardcore deniers of of Larry's existence damn um because they're like yeah we know the fans like to think of these cute theories but we're just friends and they eventually stopped interacting with with each other on stage no they stopped interacting with each other in, to death. I know no it's really sad actually they they stopped interacting really during interviews and like when asked about it they would just like kind of be sad like they you could just tell that like no matter what the truth is like they were tore apart by management for 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 and their fans like yeah the fans like the I fans think. like were like you have to tell us and like i i'm sorry that i was ever part of that although i don't think i like fed into it directly to them but i was part <laughs> i was part of the the like um world that contributed to that and now post one direction they've both been asked about it a little bit and harry seems to harry has come out as like queer or at least has like indicated he's like i don't know if gender really matters you know he said something vague at least uh-huh. and louis is kind of which louis is the more obviously gay one has been like I have a kid now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the army. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I have a kid. All my solo music is about chicks. Like, and Harry's, like all of Harry's solo music has been about like, like vague, like kind of gender neutral love songs. <laughs> and so I kind of feel like Louis is going to deny it until, um, I don't He's know, dead. like, Eleanor Until he's dead, or out with her tell-all, or fucking. yeah, or Eleanor finally comes out about like what it's been like to be a beard for <laughs> all this time, and I think Harry's gonna end up like spilling the tea, and I don't know what that tea is gonna be, but it, there's no way it's nothing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so sorry I talked about that no, for so I, long. I love this, and it makes me feel like because it doesn't go away. Because I run a, a secret queer wrestling group, and I have different factions in there. I have my thirst squad, and then I have what I call the detective department. Yeah, and they're always digging up shit they're like i knew these two were together the yeah. whole time blah 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 yeah no like it never goes away and proof i i still I, go I love an the... investigation <laughs> i know like we're not supposed to support internet investigations but i love yeah. sleuthing yeah oh, no God. it's fun i really respect the process honestly <laughs> that one direction blog were some of the best years of my life um <laughs> Like, I, I wish I was kidding, but, like, I met some of my closest friends that I'm still friends with to this day through that blog. Uh, shout out to Amelia. She will listen to this. Um, 
Um, but she is still like truly my best friend in the world, one of them. And we met because we were both Larry shippers on Tumblr when we were 16. And I now, love now we're women angle. in our now we're women in our 20s who like have other things in common. But that's the thing that brought us together. Um, I and, love every angle of that story, especially because even though it might not seem directly related to this podcast, it actually has everything to do with no, this yeah, no, yeah, no, totally, just totally. like teen obsession and just totally. Like, no, I mean I was on Tumblr, so I saw like anime fandoms come oh, yeah. through my my like you know the the that was what was crazy once you're part of like an intense fandom kind of every other intense fandom is now part of your knowledge yeah um even if it has nothing to do with each other mm-hmm. so i was very aware of uh anime stuff um all right should we get into the episode yeah, yeah i'm so to. sorry <laughs> don't worry <laughs> Oh, hold it, girl. Hold it. My name's T-Shirts McRustler, and I'm here telling all y'all listening to the podcast that I rustled up a whole new batch of balling out super T-Shirts. These are T-Shirts you're going to want to show your old ma back on the range. So if you're looking to find a new cover for your horse, you might want to click the link below the podcast. And I'll see the rest of y'all out on the range. Woo-ha! The title of this episode is Show Them Krillin's Underlying Strength. Boo. Boo! You suck, Krillin! Yeah, I hate Krillin, you guys. And I was not psyched when I saw this title. He's too small! <laughs> He's a fucking cop! It, I watched some Dragon Ball, like original Dragon Ball movies recently where he's just a little dumb baby. Right. And it's like, what happened, man? What happened yeah. to what you? You're so cute. You you're had no cute. hair. But or- the, the thing is, like, you look at, like... <laughs> it looks like you're about to list things, but that's all We liked was. that because of how small you were. <laughs> it's always sad when you see, like, a child photo of a cop. I, yeah. think, that's, I think that's a true fact. Yeah. <laughs> There's a like- picture of me dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we are reminded of last week's events at the opening uh, by, we see everyone gasping because the DeviantArt universe got erased from existence. God has spoken, and he says, furries are canceled. (laughs) Now, I know this might seem confusing, Anya, but the whole premise is these people are fighting so they don't get genocide. No, 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 I picked up on that. Yeah. Um, All the universes of, of, of time space. I know you wrote right. down questions, so please interrupt. Because well, this is so, very- yeah, I asked for paper and pen so that I could write down questions, and then I only wrote down one question repeatedly and then a bunch of other statements. <laughs> <laughs> but the one question that kept coming up, and I did write it down four times, you guys could check <laughs> after this, um, was who are we rooting for? <laughs> I have literally no idea. Um, wait, maybe I wrote down another question. Hold on. Nope. It, every, every time I see a question mark, that is what it is before that. Oh, yeah. Where the fuck is the main guy? Because I know that there's a main... Like, I've seen... Isn't there, like, a main character? Yeah, yeah he yeah, wasn't yeah. really in this one, was he? Was yeah, really no. Which is um, a positive, I think. Yeah, yeah I, cool. I like that part of it. <laughs> yeah, cool, we, cool. Got, we see Goku for a second. He, no, yeah, I saw him, like, in, you know, passing. He's but around. I was like, where, yeah. the, where the... He f- says, I'm going to go to the store. Does anyone need anything? <laughs> well, he <laughs> does, like, that Greek chorus thing where he's I'm like... I'm going to go pick up a pack of 
smokes. Yeah. And he never came back. He's like, oh shit, he killed everybody. Now I'm going to fight even harder. And we're like, this is your fault. This is all your fault. Stop acting like it's not your fault. You're the reason those dogs are gone. Yeah. So oh, I we love those as dogs. As, like, as don't you have too much fun? <laughs> <laughs> as somebody who's just jumping in, um, but knows, you know, based on just like images of this show that have come into my various news feeds that there is a main character and I know what he looks like and I saw him and then he wasn't in in it. Mm-hmm. It was very challenging for me to keep up with who were the good guys because the main character was nowhere to be found. Right. So everyone else is just new to me and as far as I could see, they're all equally unlikable. So I, yeah. wasn't, <laughs> so I wasn't really You're very sure. Perceptive. Wasn't really sure like who we were hoping would get genocided. Um, but I, I did get the strong impression that Winnie the Pooh, we weren't on board with and the Fox guy, we we didn't like a lot. We don't like anyone who violates uh, copyright law. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You wouldn't download a Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) So yeah, like we cut in and we just get a little, like Vegeta goes on a rant where he's like, I'm gonna get those balls, and we're like, great. I love uh, wishes. Yeah, uh, Universe <laughs> Nine. Weiss is like, uh, they couldn't be saved. I'm not sad about it. I'm on permanent vacay now. Push me God. to the edge. All my friends are dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a digital nomad now. Watch me write copy from <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> couldn't think of a place. Hey, fix that hell, post. Yeah. <laughs> You're blank on names of literally anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> There, uh, universe Where is anywhere if you think about it. <laughs> think right? about it. The uh, the Kai from the universe that got killed was just like, you guys ever read eugenics? Uh, <laughs> he goes on a rant about calling the weak. Yes, very intense rant about calling the weak. Hey, just reminding everyone, this show is Japanese. Moving forward. <laughs> Wait, quick, quick uh, thing about the rants that they would have throughout mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Loved that instead of showing us plot, they explained oh. it to us. Mm-hmm. Love all the the um, exposition, um, and then just also like stating. There's one really funny part where it's like we're androids; we never get tired. Like instead of that just being part of what the fans might know, yeah, they're or like, like just maybe- a refresher. <laughs> that's, an, that's an anime rule in general. That's not just this show. Yeah. They're like, yeah. sure. I here's mean, the subtext we all know, and I'm saying it as a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and I would love if if more uh, television would incorporate that. <laughs> for people who just like aren't paying attention. That's your fan base. Because <laughs> I truly could use it for like pretty much every every single thing I watch. I'm constantly like the wiki is pulled up. Like, okay, remind me again what anything is. <laughs> what if we wrote everything like a pilot? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back yeah, to the like, Daily Hello, Show. Hello, it's me, Anya. <laughs> you know, your boss, Anya. I really love rules. It's also like when they're talking, they don't have to pay to animate shit as much, I yes. think. And they love not paying people on this shit, Funimation. I know what's up, you fucking oppressors. It would be Toei. Toei is responsible. Oh, Toei? I don't know. I just know that every time we ask if there's an animators union, we get... We get blocked, my man. <laughs> Welcome back to The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm Stephen Colbert, and I've gotten older. That could be a fun way he could explain himself. 
<laughs> wasn't sure what that riff yeah. was attached to. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I've gotten older and I'm too tired to do a character anymore. <laughs> I would much prefer to just listen to a guest. <laughs> I'm Stephen Colbert and you're wondering if this was ever actually insightful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm well, erasing my good older show. Yeah, you. Uh, I'm a ally, but also no women in my writer's room, please. <laughs> Donald Trump, you're homosexual. <laughs> Just like my writer's room. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gay is bad. That's the joke. That's the joke. Gay is bad because it's with a Russian person. <laughs> Gay is bad if it's Russian. That's It's 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and Russians tend to agree. <laughs> a little too much. It's a huge problem. It's actually very bad. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, loved wedging plot into dialogue. Would love to incorporate that into anything that I myself write in the future. <laughs> I would love to, like, I would love if, like, HBO's Girls was like that, where it's like, it's me, Hannah, the writer. <laughs> My parents pay for everything. <laughs> Just like at the beginning of every episode. Like, what am I going to do? I've been cut off, but I still systemically benefit from. <laughs> like, and then she looks to her friend, like, we're both androids. We never get tired from writing. <laughs> My friends don't like me, but only due to actions I have done on the show. <laughs> Such as. Uh, I'm sorry. There's a lot of Greek chorusing this episode. Yeah, like just a lot of like, whoa, shit, you see that? Yeah, like oh, last uh, episode was crazy. This is supposedly about Krillin, and it's like, okay, so he shows up and he's like, I'm scared, and everyone's like, we're still fighting, and then over and over again, it's like Krillin tries to do something, and then they save him until he gets to be heroic. And then he still sucks. And then he is uh, inevitably blasted to death. Yep. Yeah. Which I love rules. getting blasted to death. I love death. getting blasted to death. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he always says right before he dies, too. Mm. <laughs> I'm Krillin. I love getting blasted to death. <laughs> Everyone's so chill about mortality on this. Like I, like, I like how the most they really let the reality of, like, an entire universe has been destroyed mm-hmm. was just one character being like, it really makes you think, huh? But they don't actually say, they don't actually say what it makes you think about. Well, they've all been killed and brought back to life multiple times at this point. So death well, yeah. really is meaningless. And even though the stakes seem high, I feel like, uh, you think they'll bring them back. I think the there's going to be some hygiene. That I wanted to say about like, I may have never watched anime really in my life. But I have watched a lot of like soap operas and telenovelas, Mm -hmm. and they have the same tendency to be like, the gravity of the situation is so severe, even though every single person you see on screen was at one point like dead or like fake dead, and we brought them back. So it's like there is, there are no stakes anymore. And you're just watching it because you've been tricked into, like... Yep, because we've got 20-something <laughs> yeah. more episodes yeah. to make. Why am I even invested in this family of rich oil barons, you well, ask yourself? It would be yourself. funny if, like, a novella uh, actually used the Dragon Balls as a plot device at some point. I, honestly, I feel like there's so much magic in some of them. I feel like it must... Something similar must Like ER or something? <laughs> It As is. a doctor, I know you can't bring someone back from the dead unless. <laughs> well, it's like like Game of Thrones even does it where it's like, you know, 
the worst thing that can happen to any of your beloved characters is for them to die. So when that happens, you're led to believe it's severe. But then you bring even just one of them back and yeah. like nobody cares if anybody dies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay, so then why are we watching this? What is this for? Well, now we just got to see what the fucking dragons are going to do, man. Like, that's literally all anyone's watching this yeah. show for anymore is like, how fucked up is it going to get with well, the dragons, right. though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be wild. Oh, but I like, hope there wild to, to the extent of even if people die, it doesn't matter. So, like, once again, it just brings you back to, like, I don't know. Well, now, just, you're, just, now you're just tuning in to watch a fucking blue fire dragon fuck up Croatia. Right. That's literally yeah. all the show is going to be now. Yeah. For sure, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad. that's a hook. If that was hey, what hey. the show was from the get go, it would probably just still be just as popular. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funniest thing about Game of Thrones is they only bring they can only afford to bring the dragon out like three times a season, and so you're just watching every episode like just blow the money. I don't even care. <laughs> like I will pay for it. <laughs> Have it eat a horse. Fuck. Start a Patreon. Yeah. Venmo requests me. (laughs) HBO, I will fucking fund the dragon. Just bring it back. They just have the other episodes, just people hanging out in the dragon stable. Like, oh, I guess it left. (laughs) I wonder what the Targaryens are up to. (laughs) All right. So, where are we at in this episode? Uh, We're like in the first 20 seconds of it. Not that much happened. Uh, uh, I mean, honestly, okay, so basically uh, what happens is, um, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do. Everyone stops fighting because they're so scared everyone dies. And everyone's like, hey, Krillin, maybe uh, not overexert yourself because since you became a police officer, you kind of don't do shit except shoot people. Everyone's worried he's going to get a hernia. And he's like, I don't need my wife to defend me. (laughs) And uh, 17 says some great sexy nihilist stuff where he's like, I don't care if we fucking die, but like, you and me, baby, we can go forever. And uh, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. (laughs) And we're cyborgs. We have unlimited energy. (laughs) And siblings, but it doesn't count that way for cyborgs. (laughs) Ain't nothing but androids. Yeah, and so they have to fight. Like, I thought we were done with sexy deviant-art characters, but guess not. So uh, they, they, 18 and Krillin fight uh uh, a fox. Yeah, how did Jeremy phrase it? Is we we got through deviant art animal universe and now we're at karate animal yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah, there's just a bird who's like, ah, I'm Bagok, Bagok. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Philly fanatic, but also just like a bird. <laughs> yeah, there was a bird shooting a laser at its mouth. That guy gets knocked out. A Krillin and eighteen fight a fox with a beard, and they uh, it kind of sucks because uh, Krillin they but then you know they knock it out. The best part of the whole fox thing, though, is they introduce you to the fox by 18 beating the shit out of it and it falling on the floor and everyone going, did did she just kill that fox? <laughs> I would have loved it so much if she just fucking murdered that animal. That, that been, woman just punched a fox to death. It would have been so good if just once on this show somebody actually died of, like, blunt force trauma. No, it turns out you can't just, like, wail on animals like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like getting punched in the head a bunch really kills you. What's PETA's official stance on this show? <laughs> oh, they don't know it exists, and we're just gonna keep that on the DL. Yeah. They're Honestly, outside the tournament of power just throwing buckets of blood. It'd be a great publicity boost for this show for PETA to be officially against it. 
lot of lot of animal abuse on this show. I'll be yeah, the first to say it. Yeah, last two to three it. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying Honestly. your tournament of bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, and when they throw the fox off the level, he cries, and he's like the only one that's had the appropriate emotional response for about a uh, hundred episodes. They should all be crying. Their universes will be erased. <laughs> uh, what other important plot points? I stopped reading my notes. Uh, fucking right, and oh, then, then so the it, it's like then there's a yeah. fennec fox. And it's like, I got cool earrings and shit, and they're fighting it. And uh, Krillin and tries to do the solar flare. He tries to do a solar flare, and he's like, Nice try. I'm blind, bitch. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Okay. Um, and this is, this is a very funny point for me, I think, because they're like, Well, how does he know where we're attacking then, this fox with giant ears? I wonder what he could be using to locate us with his giant ears. Of course. Of course, his, his nose. nose. He's smelling <laughs> because us. Because he's a fox. <laughs> Natural first thought. Why is it? not a mole First that made me really mad thought too they were like there's nothing else it could be yeah. and like immediately <laughs> shut that door <laughs> yeah you know like no animal does <laughs> listen they- it was a long day in the writer's room they're like first idea smell great I would like to go home I need to go home this is non-union <laughs> I've been here for 72 hours <laughs> strong dialogue from the fox I think it's his nose it is my nose <laughs> it's, I've been smelling you it's my nose <laughs> <laughs> end of episode uh, so you know it's Krillin's heroic moment where he's gonna give it it all fisties and punchies, kami hami hami has. Oh wait, he puts his shoe on his nose. Yeah, yep. he throws it. Ladies and gents, uh, stinky tootsies. So <laughs> here's here's my problem. Here's my problem with what's happened here. <laughs> stinky tootsies. <laughs> the episode is called like Krillin unleashes the power within or whatever. Yeah, it's about his glandular problem. <laughs> yeah, the power within should have been a fart, right? It should have definitely yeah. been yeah. a fart. Jeremy sure. openly called a fart and I said, you're probably right, it's gonna be a fart. It would have made sense too. He could have farted and then the fart cloud would have stayed where he moved from and then the fox would be like, oh, he's over there. They no, have that's also just a fart cloud. <laughs> discussed Krillin's bathroom habits several times on this show. Yeah. It's a commentary of uh, when that guy threw that shoe at George Bush. So I think this is a huge misstep. Don't you see? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Huge mistake uh, for that fox who is gone from the show now. (laughs) Bring him back. Do it again. Don't even Do it right. (laughs) Krillin blasts a beam at him. We're like, good job, Krillin. You did it. And then he immediately gets eliminated. (laughs) Yeah, Frost just comes over and just pushes him. And we're like, good. You deserve to be benched. And for the first time in this entire show, everyone has the appropriate reaction to Krillin where everyone's like you fucked up we shouldn't have brought you why'd we let our mentally disabled friend make this choice (laughs) I want you to sit on the bench and think about how you let everyone down yeah you watch the other kids play (laughs) no no you're not getting McDonald's you're not getting McDonald's your brother is getting McDonald's do you you think they serve losers at McDonald's no they don't don't do that (laughs) one million winners served is what it says on the sign it's the golden arches and not the silver arches. <laughs> Blue ribbons only, baby. Someone's shitty board. dad has for sure said that. Yo, you know it. I've heard it in the parking lot. <laughs> well, my parents were like, wow, that participation award's amazing. Look at me now, a winner. <laughs> Everyone gets golden arches. <laughs> Um, so the one name that I picked up on, picked up on was 18, the only character name that uh-huh. I 
was at all able to grasp for longer than a second. Um, but luckily, she was also like low key my favorite. We talked while we were watching it about her tracksuit, and you guys did not have nice things to say, but I thought it was amazing. Oh, I had these boys don't under. First of all, I showed up to her last recording session wearing stockings, and they thought I had bare legs. So you two can go fuck yourselves. What, what is this? Like, that has wow. nothing to do with the tracksuit. I'm not against do. the tracksuit. I didn't even say anything negative about the tracksuit. What is this? I just thought it was a clearly, surprise. Look how upset they are. Clearly anti tracksuit rhetoric. <laughs> happening on this podcast you guys just don't understand fashion <laughs> no it was an incredible tracksuit but i also really liked how at the end ish towards the end um after the shoe stunt was pulled she was like so grossed out by it and like reinforced yeah that was fantastic just like general gender stereotypes of like ugh, boys are gross and girls are pure was, like the general vibe i may be a borg but i'm a lady and <laughs> yeah. i hate feet well i think it's more that she's a perfect piece of machinery and she has been harvesting life energy yeah out of krillin yeah she still smells like an action figure I'm going to double down on the tracksuits. This is a woman who spent most of her time on the show fighting in a stylish jean vest combo. Yeah. For for hundreds of episodes. Yeah, that's a fair point. Does this stack up to her traditional outfit from the... Oh, not at all. Her original outfit was amazing. It was like something I would wear normally. Uh, She got tired because she's a mom. But I think think it's just like, you know, the stakes are high now and uh, she's defending (laughs) the universe instead of just casually killing everybody. The stakes are high. I'm going to use the (laughs) tracksuit. Although, I will say 17 is just wearing a cool outfit. So I don't know what's up When you're a working mother on the go, it's important to find something functional and fashionable. (laughs) I may be an android who never runs out of energy, but I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other thing, I don't know if this, I think this was before, did we talk about the Vegeta fight at all? Oh, I forgot about that. Vegeta has a wonderful fight with off-brand Winnie the Pooh this episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right, in which uh, he ties his arm in a bow. Yeah, and a little funny gummy bear bow, and we all laugh. Tunes shit. And then that robot I hate comes up, Yeah, and he tries to hurt his feelings. But then the bear sits on his head and says, this is our move, bear head. (laughs) Where he's he's very strong and I'm on his head. Because I'm on his head. (laughs) And then they leave it at that. So we we will be going back to that. That was very exciting. Which like once again just reinforces my idea that this Krillin episode was like an intern episode or like end of the day. (laughs) Just write some shit for Krillin. I'm going home. (laughs) Also, uh, major canon update. The robot usually, uh, as we recall, only says Ratchet and Clank. Uh, and in this one says, toot toot. Uh, is he part train? You'll have to tune in to find out. We well, you know Jeremy loves trains, which explains why he loves this terribly drawn robot. He's coming around. I don't love the robot. Alex loves the yeah, robot. Yeah, but you'll come around now that he's the train, won't you? you I little, will, yeah. You little <laughs> slut. <laughs> you love it. You're just a tunnel for trains. <laughs> You're literally running a train through him. <laughs> Is that it? Is it appears it? that's yeah, the I episode. Mean, I don't know. Yeah, I believe that's the end of the episode. I lost track. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, another, not as good. Another fashion comment. Mm-hmm. Please. A lot of a lot of characters wearing culottes. 
Hmm. I don't know if you guys are. Uh, don't know what that if, word if means. Talked about it. Do you uh, mean cool yes, they all were. Well, like I think that's like this originally started in the late nineties, and yeah. I think part of it is like that's how the shorthand they were using for their fighting geese. But I also think it is like leftover. Like it's still very much stuck in like ninety four. Okay, <laughs> so there is a lot of like culottes and the less politically correct harem pant action a lot of drop crotches in the tournament of power sure yeah, they sure, were calling sure. it harem pants for a while i know right like who thought that was okay <laughs> it'd be funny if goku had those like i left... didn't even know that yeah, yeah that's fucked up they were like you know what these pants remind me of human trafficking yeah. <laughs> human bondage <laughs> anyway thanks for having me <laughs> <laughs> Larry is real. Goodbye. All right. Well, let's uh, uh, rate the episode, uh, read an email, and get out of here. Yes. Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. Not as good as the last few. Very disappointed. I'm giving it four out of seven Dragon Balls. Still better than most of the show. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Alex. I love that... 17 and 18 are doing some stuff, but you know what, guys? I don't like Krillin. Uh, Didn't need to give him a whole episode. You should have just had him knocked out in the background. Him getting knocked out by Cooler could have... I'm sorry. uh, Is it Cooler? Wow. I can't keep You cannot erase Frost. Uh, You know, they could have just done that and then made the rest of the episode about Vegeta's fight. That would have been cool. (laughs) It's just him punching the bear for longer. (laughs) They don't add anything else. I have another question. Sorry to interrupt ratings, but where are they? Uh, the, they're in the they're in the, the null, null realm. realm. Yeah, <laughs> great. Thank they you. made a null realm. You <laughs> yeah. see, what does that mean? It, it's a it's place like that exists outside of time and yeah, space. Yeah. It's outside of the universes, is the and it serves thing. the purpose of this fight and nothing else. Specifically, this fight. Yep. It's not like something that they come back to nope. to just like squash beef whenever they're <laughs> whenever they it's need new. Nope. To. Never okay. been. Never will be again. Tis but a grand <laughs> construction of the gods. Beautiful. Okay. Anya, Only out of question. seven Dragon Balls. Well, I have nothing to compare it to other than every other me- piece of media I've consumed in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like no like other episodes of this show. So just for context, I'm comparing it to rather than as it seems like you are comparing it to other episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to all other media. Yeah. So how does this stack up with, say, you know, The Wire? Or Trading Spaces. <laughs> Or like a good One Direction X Factor vlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a vine of someone falling down the stairs. Well, <laughs> oh my God, if we're bringing vines into it, I'll say this. I'm never probably going to watch another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but it, I mean, uh, it's rude to say one. No, it's not. We, we give it one. We give it one all, all the time. time. We give it zero. We've given it okay. less than zero. Okay, so I was expecting to walk in here and watch this and be like fully like not know anything that's going on and not care at all. And I was mm-hmm. able to pick up on enough of a plot like that it surprised me. Yeah. Cause generally with anime, I'm like, I don't there's no plot to be found, is how I feel when I'm watching like five minutes of it when I'm flipping through channels. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it one. I'll give it one because like, I was able to like follow something. I didn't hate it. <laughs> one Dragon Ball better than not having any Dragon Balls. Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. So that's how I feel. Uh, I'm going to give it, uh, uh, I think, five out of seven. Hey. Uh, I think it's a lot better than hey. most of the show. Uh, I think, uh, you know, 
I love that bird. I love the bird. Bring the bird back. <laughs> bird fucking ruled. He got I knocked hope we out. We got a lot of reaction shots from him. <laughs> a memorial video of Squawky the bird from just this episode. <laughs> As we go on, we remember all the squawk squawks. Begok yeah. together. <laughs> Is it email time? It's time for dragon. This email is from Nick Hurd. Hello. You heard. Title of email, Jawsome Podcast. Oh, oh. hell yes, Street Sharks email. <laughs> Give me that Street Sharks content. Dear Ballin' Out Cool Cats slash Parasocial Pals. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. At least you're self-aware. Jawsome. Pre- <laughs> Take a bite out of crime. Uh, I'll preface this by saying I'm from the UK, so feel free to read this in whatever approximation of an English accent oh, you can no. muster. Don't encourage Alex, them. Alex, I will hand this off to you. You cheeky mate. Is it long? <laughs> It's not short. All right. Well, we're going to take a gab at it. <clears throat> I came across the show off the back of your episode with Philosophy 2, the fun jokes, safety's politics, reference to Digimon, Street Sharks, and more incredibly extreme dinosaurs with two exclamation points. <laughs> with. <laughs> <laughs> my go-to podcast to listen to while working in the mailroom at my temp job. Many thanks for that. I was a delicious content in the made of the grind of capitalism more bearable, I thought. <laughs> at least he has a temp job and so it's just like, man, it's so tiresome being a moon scientist. <laughs> I hate solving cancer. Your, co- your podcast is the only thing... Um, um, oh, I am altering this to make it more British, by the way. Just one bit of information and two questions for you regarding your previous thoughts on what the treasure at the end of One Piece may be. You might be interested to know that it is actually very likely to be a cache of suppressed historical records revealing some super gross war crimes performed by the world government during its foundation and the presumed genocide of its largest military competitor at the time. <laughs> Not to mention buggering. Okay, um... <laughs> At its core, One Piece is a fun story about a stretchy boy and his crew of anti-fascist friends fighting the state. Is it? I haven't seen the show. <laughs> Qu- <laughs> oh, okay. No, There's there are too many episodes for me to possibly consider doing it. <laughs> this mate has got around to some questions. We have two questions. Question one. What color is Kai's hair at the present? <laughs> I gather... <laughs> This is the realest question we've ever gotten on the show. <laughs> oh, uh, there's an explanation. I gather it changes color every so often, and I'm working on a small animation project at the moment about the podcast and want to be as accurate as possible. <laughs> so, Katie, what's your hair? Uh, I have been keeping it bleach blonde, but the roots grow out a lot because I am working on my new year new mullet. I was gonna uh, say blonde mullet. Is yeah, the... I'm 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 not full Kiefer Sutherland yet, but boy, am I trying. <laughs> Katie is in her black parade. Um, question two. Well, the first anime I purchased with my own money was a VHS copy of the movie Shadow Skill. It wasn't good, but as it was the first one I owned for myself, I watched it a lot. What were the first anime things you purchased with your own money? Oh. Ooh. My I, own money. Wait, I actually have an answer to that. Ooh, Ooh. what was it? I uh, The only anime movie I ever... Well, I guess two anime movies I ever watched... 
um, were Kiki's Delivery Service. Tight. And I don't know if this is anime, but it is anime adjacent. <laughs> the Last Unicorn. Yeah. Oh, I love Put that movie. Put some fucking money on that That's one. That's not yeah. anime, but it's just <laughs> it's good. Like, it's like soundtrack though, by right? America. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Watch, I spent a lot of money on Gundam those. Wing. And I regret nothing. Was that the first thing, though? I think so. Yeah. I, well, because I like didn't have money as a child because they wouldn't let me into the mines. So uh, <laughs> this was, it took a while to like kind of get stuff. Yeah, and like, otherwise, like you know, your own money as in like stuff you like squirreled away and stuff. I would yeah. squirrel away money and get DVDs that I ruined by having tiny pudding covered hands. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, anything for the fans? I think I talked about it on the stream today, actually, uh, the the Dragon Ball Z um, Game Boy game that I had that was in Japanese that I did not understand anything in. That was a uh, salary purchase. I bought it at a flea market Ooh. from a bootleg video game vendor. La la. Um, of my own money, um, I actually like was not able to purchase stuff for a long time, so what I would do is just print out like fan art from Japanese websites and like tape it on the stuff and I would laminate it by putting it on a piece of cardboard and covering it with scotch tape (laughs) and like make my own bootleg like playing cards but um I was waiting for one of us to be like I don't spend my own money honey I think it was I got a set of Tenchi Moyo figures from like a Suncoast or something like that there were like these chibi style Tenchi Moyo figures and it was like three of them I want to say it was like Rhea Oki and like one of the princesses and like uh, Washu. I want to yes. say Washu. I want to say Washu. I want to say Washu. It was Washu. I got those Tenchi Muyo figurines for work. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the end of the email. Best of luck with the longest 48 minutes in anime. Super! Nick heard. This has really tested the limits of my English accent, I found. That was pretty good. You didn't waver. You didn't turn into Irish at any point. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? Sometimes you hop across the pond to Australia. Yeah, it did feel like for a couple seconds it did feel Australian, but you came in and out. (laughs) I'm doing my best. Give it five out of seven dragon balls. Thank you. Love to read. (laughs) All right. uh, Plugs. Alex. Yes, um, this is coming out tomorrow. Come and see my dang weekly show every Sunday at Cherry Tree in Brooklyn at 7.30. Bad news, it's a comedy show. And then follow me online at Patak Jokes. And those are the two things you have to do. You must. (laughs) Obey! (laughs) Katie. You can find me on Twitter at at Katie Rose or on Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. And to my knowledge, those are the only things I have to plug right now. Nice. All right. Anya? Um, I'm at Anya Volts on everything, A-N-Y-A-V-O-L-Z, um, and I have a monthly show called Thirst Trap, which you can follow at Thirst Trap Comedy. Our next one is at Come On Everybody in Brooklyn on March 28th at 9 p.m., um, and AnyaVolts.com in general for, you know, just in case you want to lurk. All your Anya Volts needs. Yeah, maybe I'll revive the One Direction blog. <laughs> yeah, put it on your website. Put it on my website. Hey, Keep an eye out. Come for on. It. Do drop a line though if you're interested in any uh, Larry viewing materials. <laughs> Just click that contact button on my website. I will send you anything you need. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. Uh, check out Two Minutes Late Night podcast. 
I think the most recent one was Drew and Jordan talking. Yeah, so about. don't don't check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, find us on Twitch. We are yes. streaming more now. We just finished Dream Daddy today. Yeah, I love floss dancing with my Gen Z pals. Yep. Uh, Twitch.tv slash ballin underscore out underscore super. We're all very young. No, no <laughs> G in ballin. People get that wrong all the time. I don't know why. Okay. That's it for this week. Join us next week. See you.